that release, I was like, this is the best feeling ever. I'm going to do this four times a day. <laughs> Honestly, I had all the time in the world. High school was the best. Let me introduce you to Jake. He's the kind of person that pretty much takes everything in his stride, good or bad. And because of that, he's got an uncensored story about blowjobs, learning to wank and an athletics track. Oh, I probably should mention this whole thing is just all about sex. Hi, I'm Indy Simons and this is No Longer a Virgin, where we take an experience that sometimes lasts like 90 seconds or so and manage to talk about it for 20 odd minutes. Okay, so there's a little bit more to it than that. So with that said, let's go back to Jake and the story of his first time having sex. I was a bit of a late bloomer. I waited until I was 18, which um, I know is pretty uncommon, especially in the gay world, to wait until you're a bit older. But yeah, I think it was always a good choice. Looking back now, I'm pretty happy with it. And there was this boy and he'd always come to parties and stuff like that. He didn't, he lived in Sydney and I was obviously living in Wagga and he would come down because we had mutual friends and stuff and he'd always come down for parties. And it was just like, it was almost like we were written by like a teenage fan fiction writer because like there were so many instances before we even like did the deed where it would be like, we're almost kissing or we're almost touching or like we're a breath away or like we'd sleep in the same room and we'd sleep right next to each other. So it was pretty funny. Like it was a bit of a build up. And then one night we, like all of our friends, we went out and stuff like that. And obviously when you're young, live in the country, you just walk home. It's not safe. You shouldn't do it, but we would always do it. And everyone had like gone off ahead of us and stuff like that. And so I was just feeling a bit cheeky. And so we walked past this, it's like a big Imwaga, like an athletics complex. Like, so they have like, they do all like the school athletics carnivals and stuff like that. It was an outdoor one and they have big spotlights that they keep up, obviously just try and stop people breaking in. And so I was like, oh, well, let's just break in. And <laughs> he was like, we can't just break into this place. He was um, a couple of years older. He was like, we can't just break into this place. I was like, no, it'll be fine. We'll sneak under the fence. I was like, it's going to be hilarious with no like intention of like having sex at all. But like, <laughs> I just wanted to break into something. <laughs> it sounds horrible when you think about it. <laughs> and so we climb under this fence and we're both covered in dirt and we're just laughing and the spotlights are on. And then we get to like the middle of the athletics track and we just start kissing. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like I was like, we haven't kissed before. We've always been like a breath away from it. I had a bit of liquid courage. So I, I'm glad about that. I, <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't just going in. Like I think sober, I would have just been absolutely crapping my dax. Like <laughs> I was just, cause I, it was something I thought. And because like I, like I only had like straight friends who had lost their virginity early earlier it seemed like I put like a lot of pressure on myself like oh it should happen it should have happened it should have happened and so I would have just honestly been fixated on that one thing like just get it over with but I'm so glad that like I actually was like a little bit inhibited because it kind of gave me like a bit of time to actually just enjoy it and just like I wasn't thinking about anyone else I was just thinking about us at that time so he laid down on the grass and then I uh, like laid on top of him and I remember the grass was just so, because they hadn't put like the synthetic turf down yet. And so the grass was just so itchy. Like it was like, my God, I was like, why? I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, you are an idiot. But then I was like, what was your alternative, Jake? The bloody long jump pit? I was like, it's going to hurt just as much. And under the spotlights in the middle of the 100 meter track, we, well, yeah, well, I lost my virginity. He didn't lose his virginity. He had already had sex before. And then... <laughs> we like hear a gate like open and it's a security guard that looks after the complex 
because he would have probably heard us going out of the fence and like he would have I don't know obviously seen like two shapes on the athletics track and so we've had to grab our clothes and pip it out under the bloody fence again like we were bloody well we were drunk teens so it was what I thought it was the most hilarious thing and then as I crawled under the fence as well, I scratched my butt on on the wire and I was just like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> like just like the brightness of the lights as well was just so in your face. Like it was like, it was literally like, like the like spotlights were like, this is what you're doing. Remember this moment. And so I just remember everything about it. It was hilarious. And we ran back to the house we were staying at and we just couldn't stop laughing like the whole time. And we just went to bed just, giggling into each other's shoulders because it was just honestly the most funny thing and like the most like authentic thing i probably ever had it was the best the next morning we woke up and we just looked at each other and just started laughing because like, it was a pretty funny story and like so we were just laughing at each other and we walked out to the group and all of our mates were seen there and just like they were like hey what did you two do last night because they knew that we'd like going off together and stuff like that and we were like oh us we are angels thank you very much <laughs> but yeah I lost my virginity it was good it was fantastic like I feel like there's a lot of sometimes a lot of regret with losing your virginity but I just look back and with like such a fond memory that I did with someone I liked and I waited I love my virginity story it's always um it's just something nice to look back on Okay, so this is probably the cutest first-time story I may have ever heard. I'm already so invested in this romance novel-worthy storyline of the boy from the country finally being made to feel safe enough by the boy from the city to finally pop his cherry. So let's delve a little deeper into these feelings and this relationship. It wasn't like this big, like, you see him from across the room and your eyes are like, ding. But I think I knew that, like, he was interested in me and I was interested in him. It was... A slow burn because he lived in Sydney, so he'd only come down every now and again. It wasn't like the attraction of like the city boy. I think it was the attraction of like that he's not from here. Like still being very young in a country town, I was like, this is perfect. No one is ever going to find out. <laughs> and like right now, like I wouldn't care, but in that point in my life, you're just a lot younger and a lot more insecure and a lot more focused on what people think. And yeah, and so I, I think a lot of the mistake was oh my God, this is someone who does not know anyone from this town because you turn around in the main street here, you're going to see four people you know. Okay, so it wasn't so much that he was this mysterious guy from the city, but more that he just wasn't from the same town, which also eliminates the chances of being related, which is pretty important in a small town. But also Jake and this guy from Sydney did have some building sexual chemistry. I think we just, if we both didn't do it that night, we'd been building it for so long that we, it just would have felt like like you've reached a peak and you never really jump off. You just get to the top and you're too scared to jump. And I I never want to like in in any aspect of my life, I don't ever want to be someone who will not take a jump when they're they're at the top. So I think it was just both of us realizing that like we both want this and we're both going to be disappointed if we don't do it. So why not? Like if we have that kind of trust and understanding, let's just do it. He knew that I was a virgin and stuff like that. We'd spoken about it all the time. We were always really open and honest with each other because like I think like all my friends could see it going to happen before it even happened and then when we got back the next morning everyone's just giving us that like knowing smile so like we'd been like flirting and talking and stuff and like we'd always end up at parties together and whatnot like months before this had even happened and like people were obviously like looking at us like yes we know what's going to happen with these two so yeah he definitely yeah we'd spoken about the fact that I hadn't had sex before um, and he was fine with that and he didn't pressure me to do anything or anything like that. I think it was like a growing fondness and like how much we were good friends and how much we trusted each other from the point where like 
like I had this secret and to losing my virginity. And I, I was just lucky enough to meet someone who nurtured that feeling instead of like using me for something like that they wanted. This really sounds like it's been ripped from the pages of some horny teenage girls fan fiction. But in fan fiction, we usually have these big, long sexcapades. And that's not usually what a first time looks like. Oh, God, it would have been quick as. It honestly wouldn't have been more than like, like, like the actual act itself, probably like four minutes. That's with like, that's with like mouth and the actual sex. Like the whole like sexual bit of it, like not like the kissing and stuff, but yeah, tops four minutes. Like it was probably like just me being so nervous, like, oh God. (laughs) Interesting that a fantastic sexual experience, his words, not mine, doesn't have to last a really long time. Look, not even an average amount of time. So it was Jake's first time having sex, but what other sexual things had he experienced in the lead up to that night on the athletics track? When I was like 14 young, I received uh, like a blowjob from uh, one of my friends when I had a sleepover. But I don't think I don't count that as like a first like sexual time because I wasn't like emotionally or psychologically at all ready to understand it and comprehend what happened. So I don't see that as a sexual experience. So I had done that and then nothing for, you know, until I was 18. Like obviously I'd like kiss like people and like kiss girls and stuff like that. I've kissed a few boys as well. And yeah, and so it just went straight to the full deed at 18. A lot of the time we're rushed into things so early that I think until you can wrap your head around it, like the experience isn't really authentic. It's not like I would have gone home after 14 and boasted about that or like even spoke about it. I think I pushed it to the back of my brain. I didn't think about it until I was like much older. That was, you didn't know what was happening. So I was like, you can never count that as your first time because you weren't actually present for your first time. Oh, so deep and such a good way to look at sexual experiences. Jake's like a wise old owl, like a sex owl or something. Anyway, so this time on the athletics track with the guy from Sydney was obviously a bit of a special moment for Jake. So what happened next in this blossoming romance? Because we obviously stayed in the same friendship group and stuff like that. We didn't necessarily like get together again. We'd kiss and stuff like that. But I don't know, it just seemed like this one really special moment that we had together. And then we just stayed friends after that. And he's now in Dubai, like he's an actor. And yeah, we'd still happily call him up and stuff like that and have a chat. Yeah, so it was kind of like a really healthy, almost like an end, but like almost like a pause, I guess. I had kind of hoped this ended with them happily married and getting frisky on athletics tracks all around the country. But that sounds like a nice end as well. So now Jake had made his sexual debut and now he's galloping off into the sunset in search of more sexual adventures. I think I've always been really sex positive since that moment of like such a nice way to lose my virginity. There was no ill feelings towards it. And so I think it was a really, not a fast progression into sex, but I was just excited. I was like, well, now I can get to uni and actually like have sex. There was obviously still a bit of a secret because I wasn't out yet. Yeah, I was definitely having a lot more sex and going on dates and actually like getting comfortable with the idea of being seen with a boy in public or going home with a boy and stuff like that. And like slowly throughout the year, I was got a lot more comfortable with my friends and then started telling people. And then, yeah, my sex life just got better and better. (laughs) Yes, that is what we want to hear. Except for the part about the secret. Feeling like you have to hide who you're attracted to would just be so, well, shitty really. But as I said, Jake kind of takes everything in his stride. And that secret may have been just the thing to help him become this wise old sex owl. I think 
from like a really early age growing up and not wanting to talk about your sex life or who you're attracted to, you get a kind of almost like a like a wiser age than you are when you're thinking about these kind of things because you had to like in your teenage years you didn't really get to let loose and go crazy and stuff like that because you always had this big secret and so I think you get like this kind of maturity about yourself with like sexual things so I think I had a lot more time to think about and I've had a lot more time to reflect on it as well from what I was comfortable with what I was happy with and like to develop like how I view sex and like my own individual view of sex I didn't want to always be caught up in what everyone else thinks I should be doing or what everyone else thinks like I like I should be having sex and when I should I be having sex and stuff like that. So with sex now, I've always felt really positive that if the chemistry is right and I feel a connection that I will have like, and people are like, oh, I wait for this date and I wait for that date. And it's like, I could wait for the 10th date or I could do it on the first date. But if I get that same feeling that I get of being safe, but excited. And if I genuinely think that I'm going to regret not doing this with someone or not like sharing that with someone then like I'll do it I feel like it's always been really authentically sexual I guess I think it's just super like what feels great for you like because everyone's different you can't ever be like oh well someone waits for this me date so I'll wait for that because two people will never be the same so yeah I think it's really hard to judge by other people's parameters when you should you know have sex with someone and by the way none of this stuff he learned in sex ed actually not much that he did learn in sex ed was actually helpful in his own sex life I think I just was caught up in like how silly sex ed is. Like with your friends, you're giggling. You're like, oh my God, like there's a banana, there's a condom. <laughs> and you, you get a bit caught up in how silly sex ed is. And I found it educational. Like I could still probably label the full diagram of a woman's like inner workings very well. I don't know why, but for some reason, the name fallopian tube will never leave my brain permanently. <laughs> I honestly learned like what I know now just from like experiencing it. And I've always been with people that make me feel like it's okay to ask a question. I've never been with someone that I feel would be annoyed like that because, yeah, it's just not who I'm really attracted to. But I've yeah, always been with people who are happy to, to help. Like they know that I didn't have a lot of experience and they might have been a little bit older. They might have been my age, but like they were always happy to like and they were always happy to talk about it. And that's why I'm always happy to talk about it because – if someone else is listening or someone asks you a question and they're genuinely asking that question, then they have every right to know. Because if you know it, why wouldn't you share it? I always try and allow myself to be as approachable as I can. Because if someone needs to talk about something, then you may as well just talk to me about it because I'll probably just have a laugh with you about it. And if you're worried about something, we'll probably end up laughing about it and it'll just make you feel a little bit better. But I feel like I'm really lucky with the people I'm really close friends with that we are all quite alike that we are quite sex positive. Like you'll get a, a, you know, a sex story in the group chat every now and again and stuff like that. And I live with like my three best mates and like, well, so obviously, you know what you eat, like each other gets up to. And so I feel like I'm pretty lucky to be in a friendship group of like people who there aren't a lot of walls or a lot of secrets between us, especially sexually. Like it's, it's just a big laugh to us really. There's no like falsifying what we do. Like if we do something stupid, we're like, like one time I fell off the bed mid route, like, fell fully off the bed and hit my head into a cupboard and the next morning I just woke up and I was like, boys, you wouldn't understand what's just happened. <laughs> and I'm like, like and just, you just laugh. Like, I think it makes people a lot closer to like not have a bunch of lies in your friendship, but just have things that you can genuinely laugh at as a group. And like there's no like toxicity or malice or anything like that. You just genuinely like you're an idiot. It really feels like Jake and his friends having this open and honest relationship about sex has really encouraged him to just keep going out and doing stuff that he likes to do. 
And because of that, Jake's managed to have more sexual first times. I'm one of those people who never wants to stop having first times. I think it's so exciting to try something new, especially when you're having sex, doing something so intimate with someone you're into. And so, yeah, I've had like first orgasm times when I was a teenager and you would be at home masturbating and you would get to the point and you're like, ah, it, it feels weird to go over the brink and you wouldn't. And then weirdly enough was in a room with some of my best mates and a sleepover and we're like, oh, and they're like, this is how you do it. And I was like, oh, perfect. This is how I do it. <laughs> so my, so my first like ejaculative orgasm was, yeah, in a group of, with my friends. And I was just like, okay, that's an interesting first time. And there was literally nothing sexual about it at all. It was just such like a, it was like a feeling that you've never felt before. Like it was like this big wave and like nothing ever down there was ever that sensitive. And I was like, wow, what is happening here? And I was like, is it meant to like, cause it was so like intense that it was almost like, painful and I was like what the hell it's not supposed to feel like this this is what I've been told <laughs> and then like after that release I was like this is the best feeling ever I'm gonna do this four times a day <laughs> honestly I had all the time in the world high school was the best and then I've had a first time in like one of those sex spas that was a very interesting experience that was yeah a real like funny story just to think back on and yeah so I just don't think I ever want to stop like ever not, like trying something or having like a first time. I think it's fantastic. So Jake had a really great support network around him that actually helped him find his high school hobby. Okay, it doesn't matter what the activity is, it can still be a hobby, no matter how sticky. And so these are his parting words for anyone who may not have a support network like his. So I think just like a really important thing is, especially now that kids, just, they have so much like internet access like the, the human collective knowledge is in their back pocket of their iphone like and so i think like it's really important to to one to find your people that you're comfortable enough with to be yourself because once you start being yourself you are happily you can freely ask questions without having to have this kind of shame or cloud over your head and also just to not rush you don't have to like find all these things like straight away like there's no there's no like linear time to do anything else like if you're at high school, the majority of your friends talking are lying because they're trying to post themselves up. And then the other majority are just on a bit of a quicker time zone. But there's nothing wrong with like waiting a little bit and actually doing something when you're comfortable not doing something because you think there's this big ticking clock over your head. And to find information, like I think there are like, yeah, just find people that you are genuinely comfortable with in the community you want to. And I know it's not that much, that's very hard in a small town and it can feel like you're very isolated and alone. But um, I think there's a lot more acceptance and inclusivity towards not even like, like the gay community and yeah. And just, I feel like people are, are like more sex positive these days than they were when we were going through high school. So I think it's just a matter of, yeah, not rushing being with people you're comfortable with and just like, actually, yeah, just taking your time to like explore yourself. <laughs> That's Jake, and that's his story of having sex for the very first time. This wise little sex owl gave us great advice to wait to have sex. Or just do it straight away. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to abide by unwritten rules or expectations. Just do what feels right for you. Also, some of the best relationships you can have in your life can be your friends. And who knows, they might even teach you how to wank properly. Thanks for listening to Jake's first time sex story on No Longer a Virgin. If you want to hear more stories like this, keep up to date by following No Longer a Virgin on Instagram or click that follow button wherever you're listening right now. 